everyone and welcome to this week's episode of No Really I'm Fine. I'd like to start off by wishing all our listeners a happy new year and I hope you had a lovely Christmas. This week's episode is a special episode as it focuses on the new year and also, in particular, New Year's resolutions. Every year, people make New Year's resolutions and most don't last. Spending more time at the gym is often a hot topic. Others promise to save more money or limit their time spent online. But what about your mental health? Shouldn't that be the most important resolution, to focus on your mental well-being instead? Author Matt Haig, who we had on as a guest in Series 1, recently said, you don't need replacing every year like another iPhone. Don't throw yourself away like another piece of plastic trash. Love the old you. And perhaps that's exactly what we need to do, to love ourselves, With this in mind, we asked some of our listeners what they are hoping for in 2020, what they can do for their mental health in 2020, and what are their thoughts on the statement of New Year, New You. Each of our listeners answer differently. Some want to learn to say no more, and others want to set boundaries. For me, I want to put my mental health above anything else. It's something that we should all do, but sometimes life can get in the way. However, this year... It is my top priority. In this episode, these are what our listeners have had to say. I think 2019 saw a really positive shift in the way that people think about and discuss mental health. I really hope that more honest and open conversations continue throughout 2020. In 2020, I'm hoping to feel a sense of freedom by letting go of the past and focusing on a positive future. So moving into 2020, what am I doing next year? We're hopefully taking this campaign to a new level. We're trying to reach new people. You know, we've got this this ground now. We've got this, um, we've made that first step and now we just need to build on it and keep building on it. You know, we've got the foothold with the government. We're talking to the Prime Minister. We've got this attention. And, and while we've got that attention, we're going to try and, and do as good a job as we can at trying to actually force their hand and sign off this piece of legislation which tries to get um, all teachers trained in mental health first aid as part of their teacher training. I think it's absolutely crucial like I said, I keep going back to this, I was so shocked when I found out the teachers didn't receive this training. So shocked because it's such an important issue. So we're going to be fighting the government in 2020 to get that piece of legislation signed off. Just keeping that pressure on the government at the moment. In 2020, I'm hoping to spend more time with my family. It can be quite easy living away from home to forget to pick up the phone or to take a weekend to visit them. And at the end of December, I became an aunt for the first time. So I really can't wait to spend the next decade watching my nephew grow up. I'm going to continue trying my best to take time for myself this year. Being a reporter can sometimes be quite a demanding job, so ensuring I do things I find relaxing, like reading, practising yoga and walking, it's really important for me in terms of looking after my own mental health. So the things that I'm hoping for in 2020, um, I'm hoping for events to become bigger, people to become a bit more aware of it. I'm hoping that uh, it can help more people and I'm hoping that I can gain more success in life, basically. So what am I hoping for in 2020? Well, I'm hoping we can kind of continue the good work that's been going on so far, particularly about um, mental health and people being a bit more open to talking about their mental health. 
in my particular selfish way, I hope we get to talk a little bit more about serious mental illness. So particularly patients that might be in hospital or patients that have schizophrenia or psychosis, because I think we're getting slightly better at talking and being a bit more open about mental health. And I think it's important that we have a conversation about serious mental illness too, and that these people don't get left behind. There are so many things we can do to help our mental health. But I think one of the most powerful ones for me is actually one of the most difficult as well. And it's something that I'm still learning to do. And that is to say no. To say no. To say no when you feel overwhelmed and you know that you're beginning to exhaust yourself. Sometimes you need to just step back and give yourself a bit of time to recharge And then if later you decide that you want to accept that thing, then do, you know, and you will do a much better job of it, I guarantee. What can you do for your mental health in 2020? Uh, Well, this is very boring, but I think my number one thing that most people could do is get more sleep. I know me, I'm terrible. I don't get enough sleep, um, but it's such a big thing for your mental health. All of the patients I work with, they all say that, when they're having their crisis point, when they're having their worst moments, they weren't sleeping. So they might be awake for two, three days and it has such a negative impact on your uh, overall mental health. So that's my ambition is to try and get a bit more sleep. I know it's not easy and sometimes you have to train yourself to have some sleep, but get more sleep. That's my uh, mental health tip for 2020. So what do I want for 2020? Well, I've come really far in the last two years. I've come all the way from the north to the south. And I was so daunted about doing it because I didn't have family down there. And so I want to I wanna keep pushing. Um, I've gone farther than I thought I would. So I want to I wanna try and be a features writer. I want to keep striving for that. Um, but I also want this to be the year that I go a bit easier on myself, um, learn to love my body a bit more, spend a bit of time just getting glammed up and having a bit of time for me, which I don't feel the last two years I've had much time for. Like last few years, it's been uni, it's been like job, it's been work. And somewhere in the middle, you got to stop and you've got to say, I'm going to join a choir. I'm going to join a craft club. I'm going to do things that are for me again because once you're studying you feel like you can stagnate a little bit because you don't have something that you're studying for anymore so I want to find new things to study for new things to learn and hopefully do that in terms of the statement new year new you that's a bit of an unusual one for me because you know um, I deal with patients here that have lots of problems and lots of issues and there is no new you. You are just you. Um, I think you can kind of spend a lot of time running away from your problems and running away from yourself. But wherever you go, you will be there. So um, I think the new year, new me is a bit of a misnomer. I prefer, uh, I think it was Brian Clough who said, uh, I want to be like me. So maybe that's what we need to do. Not new year, new me. Maybe I just want to be like me. In honesty, I'm not a big fan of the whole new year, new you thing. Um, I think, sure, um, the start of a new year, it's always a really exciting time. But I think it's also really important that we give ourselves credit for what we've achieved in the previous year. Um, And when you're struggling with mental health, achievements can be the smallest of things, but you know, 
it's it's just important that we don't kind of go, oh, I wasn't perfect last year. And now I all of a sudden I need to be perfect and I need to be running 50 miles at 5 a.m. and getting home and making a healthy breakfast out of ingredients I've never heard of and then doing three hours journaling and putting it all on YouTube. And I think it can be exhausting. And I think I know my New Year's resolution is always the same. And that is to be the best version of myself, the best version of me. The last few decades, I've been so hard on myself. Like, I've looked in the mirror and I've not said, you know what, like, you look really good today. Or I've not said, um, you know, anything complimentary. And I want to try and look in the mirror and find something every day that, you know, makes me a bit happy or something that I can be happy about. So one of the big things that I can help myself with is don't be so hard on yourself. The other thing I'm going to stop doing is I'm going to stop comparing myself to other people. Because every day I pick up a magazine and I go... God, I want, I want to be them, but I've got to be okay with being myself and say that, you know, I've got things that other people haven't. I've got, you know, I don't have to be someone else. It, it's okay being me. And I'm, I'm slowly learning that. I used to go to parties and I would put on the different person party face. And now I've got to go out there and be, be myself and I'm getting better at it. But I think one big thing that I've been doing differently this year is I've definitely been telling people when I'm overwhelmed more as well. Um, I think that's somewhere I felt better towards the end of this year when I finally started saying, actually, I need some more help. Um, I can't do it all on my own. It's too much. Um, So I think the big thing for 2020 is, you know, when you feel overwhelmed and you've got the weight of the world on your shoulder, try and find a support network and people you can reach out to. Don't bottle things up because, you know, talk about it, be vocal. I definitely think talk to other people who might be going through what you're going through and make new friends. Um, I, I don't like to put on people, and I never have, but you have to stop realising you're, you're not a burden if you're struggling. It's okay to, to ask for help. It's okay to say, I need this. So my advice for New Year is, is you know, know when it's okay to ask for help and be kinder to yourself because you're doing great. And if you only knew how well you were doing, you'd be a world beater. After suffering with a lot of grief in 2019 it it massively affected my mind and had a huge negative impact on my anxiety and my depression and along with that I put on a huge amount of weight which is actually a massive massive impact on my mental health it's something that really really gets me down when I'm really heavy and I, I think I've put on quite a lot of weight so I think that's actually one of the main things that I want to work on for my mental health this year. My thoughts on the statement, new year, new you, I think it actually puts quite a lot of pressure on people to to start fresh and to, to be the best that they can, but with so much expectation. And I just think it should come without that expectation and without that pressure so that people feel comfortable just being themselves rather than feeling the need to completely be a different person just because it's a new year. 
what can I do for my mental health in 2020? Looking to try and get more support and more therapy for some of my existing issues that I perhaps um, haven't addressed until now. I've been open about my story and open about the whole extent of, of what's what's gone on in my life, but I haven't really addressed it through or some of it through um, therapy. So I'm going to do that. Um, as for new year, new me, um, it's not something I particularly give a lot of credence to. I think it's, it's, it's quite gimmicky. Um, what I try and do is I just try and improve year on year, try and make myself a better person, try and learn from other people, try and learn more about myself and just make it a, co- a constant process rather than a sort of one off thing that, that might end up being lost along the way, uh, in the rest of the year. I really hope that this year more of us will prioritise our mental health and that actually we'll do so without apology. In 2020, I want to improve my mental health by making a conscious effort to drink more water, to stay hydrated and to take time out for meditation. I don't believe in the premise of New Year, New You. Whilst I believe you can improve yourself, it's impossible to reinvent yourself. Besides, Why wait for a new year to make changes? You can choose to change at any time. New year, new me. It's such a cliche comment, but I think it's actually really important that we that we use it as a time to turn over a leaf. We all do things that could be improved. We all do things that we shouldn't do. And actually, it's a really good time to, to maybe think, oh, you know, I didn't do this very well last year. Let's try and do a bit more of this. For example, a really, really great New Year's resolution is I'm going to do five minutes of meditation every morning. And actually, it doesn't seem like a very big thing. But five minutes of meditation every morning has been proven to not only improve your well-being throughout the day, but also improve your productivity in at uni, in your job, like full stop, like proper improve how you do, how you go about your life. So new year, new me, it might be a bit of a cliche, but it's actually so powerful and such an incredible opportunity to really look at your life and see where you could go differently and, and actually improve your overall life. New year, new me. I despise it. Because I always want to be someone new. I'm so uncomfortable with the idea of of being myself. Um, I've always hated the way, I've I've always read into how people talk to me and seen if the way they talk to me is the same they talk to someone else. And if they talk to me differently to how they talk to a friend, I start talking like that friend. So I hate the phrase new year, new me. Be you. But it's okay to want to improve too. Like, you know... It's okay to say if you want to, like, I want to lose some weight this year. And it's okay to say, I'm going to lose weight. And New Year, you know, might herald some new changes in the body. But I'm not going to become a whole different person. I'm not not doing fake this year. It's, it's going to be about, you know, being myself and not changing for anyone. And, you know, being as happy as I can be in my own skin, which is something that for years whether it's it's the girl in high school about me I don't know whether it's the fact I've always shrunk away I'm getting better at just letting myself come out and not trying to be the cool person just be the nerd and that's my my take on new year you me the phrase new year new you is usually said off the cuff uh, with no ill feeling but I think its effects can be incredibly detrimental It's part of a culture that pressurises people to make some kind of incredible transformation and it implies that your current self just isn't enough. 
what can you do to look after your mental health in 2020? I think I'm really going to focus on two things. One is <laughs> the one I keep coming back to, which is talking to yourself. Uh, this really, really helps me when I was going through something awful, and it, it still helps me now, is when I've got something that's a problem, when I don't know how to overcome a problem, or when I just need a bit of a pick-me-up, I talk to myself in the mirror. And it sounds so weird, and it is pretty weird, but it works so, so well. Um, saying something positive to yourself, make sure it's it's positive and constructive rather than self-depreciating but saying things that are positive really picks you up and actually once because i think a real problem that people have is we're constantly at war with ourselves and we're telling us ourselves we're not good enough or we can't get through something and actually taking the time to actually look in the mirror and go you can do this really makes a massive impact and the other thing i would change in 2020 is um, exercise. People need to get out more um, and release those endorphins, whether that's going for a marathon run or just going for a five minute walk. Like we all can do a little bit more. Um, and actually, this can really, really benefit us. And I think those are my two things for 2020 that everyone should be doing. Full stop. The NHS offers some good tips to look after your mental health in 2020. They suggest limiting your time on social media, going to bed earlier, cutting down on drinking, exercising more, practicing self-care, being more trusting, improving your diet and keeping a diary. Some of these won't appeal to all, but whatever you do this year, Make sure it's the right thing for you.